Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So let's talk about the imposter. Who is the imposter? It's funny, I saw a lot of posts this week about this this possibility, this, this thing about what holds us back and how we make the decisions to hold back based on the, the idea that we're not good enough. So who's to say we are not good enough? But that's the point, isn't it, really? It's when we are working within our, our, our zone of knowledge, when we're working within an area where we understand, where we have this innate capacity to do what we do, then we feel fine because we're not breaking any ground. But it's when we start trying to move out of where we are established, that's when it starts to feel more difficult. And that's why people stretch places, they stretch and move slowly. Because when you make a leap, a giant leap somewhere else, then that is where it's quite something to do that without experiencing some level of imposter. So the imposter syndrome, as it's known, is this idea that I am not good enough when compared to other people around me. And boy, I have felt that a few times in my life. Uh, one thing that was always very common for me is you stick me in a room of men in dark grey suits. And I always felt quite inferior, particularly when I was self-employed. When I first started becoming self-employed, uh, I would come up to networking groups around here and the room will be a sea of grey. And I always chose to be more flamboyant in how I dressed. And I got the sense, although it, it, kept, it got me attention, it wasn't always the best attention. But that was my interpretation. I don't know what they were thinking because I never actually asked. And that's the point about the imposter syndrome. We don't check. So let me explore that a little bit more. What I'm saying, what, what the imposter syndrome is, it's our interpretation of how we think other people see us. And as soon as we start to react to that interpretation about how we're being perceived in the world, we get into this weird feedback loop where we start becoming more weird because we are reacting to something that we have actually no knowledge about. Now, all right, it's, it's not so bad if you are actually getting some feedback and you are getting some knowledge and then you are adapting what you're offering. That is a clear example of actually taking the information you're receiving. But imposter syndrome is nothing like that. It literally is entirely operating in the head. Now, the stuff I was reading this week was talking to this point about we live in a world now where there is so much comparison because things are out there on social media, in the media, there is so much opportunity to compare ourselves with someone else, with something else. That it's really easy to kind of assume that everyone else is better than us. Or because what we see someone doing, it appears that they are better than us. And the truth is, we don't know. 
we just see a snapshot of what is going on. Yes, if you watch someone speaking at an event and you see them standing up and delivering an amazing speech, there's always going to be a level of comparison to that. And yes, they probably speak well. And with the right practice, the right experience, you could speak well too. You know, it is horses for courses. When we are comparing ourselves to someone, you need to compare like with like, not apples with pears or apples and oranges. If someone is up there speaking on a, on a stage and we're comparing ourselves with that person, how many stages have they been on and how, what were they like on their first adventure out? That's an interesting thought, isn't it? You can see this a lot, actually. You can actually test this on social media because if you go back on some, if you find someone who you think is really good at doing some or speaking on social media, you go and have a look back in time on their profile. And some profiles will let you go back quite a long way and see some of their early videos, and you kind of go, "Wow, yes, okay, now I can appreciate." There's a there's a journey of discovery here. The other thing about imposter stuff is. Most of it is happening in the head. Most of it is is our interpretation. But where's that interpretation come from? A lot of times it's coming from events in our past, conversations in our past, experiences in our past. It may even be coming further from further back. It may be coming from conversations with teachers, um, parents, uh, important, significant people in our lives who said something to us, either innocuously or deliberately, that has put a thought, a break in our minds. I mean, one of the things my mother said to me is, you're a jack of all trades, which I always took as a negative. And what I've realised, actual fact, my capacity to be a generalist and to, t- to pick up anything is actually one of my greatest strengths. It's taken me years to realise that one. It's also this thing about giving ourselves permission to do the things that we want to do. To be crap at it, maybe, initially. To learn and to get better. But most of all, we have to give ourselves permission to be wrong sometimes. And to just explore. And to see that it might not necessarily be fantastic and wonderful out the gate. It has to adapt to the real world experience, to the real world requirements. And what other people think of it, while relevant in terms of they're not going to buy into it, it shouldn't affect how we actually do the piece, go out there and explore. Because you see, imposter syndrome does only one thing. It stops us being all of the magnificent and wonderful being that we could be. It prevents us from experiencing the joy of completing something and getting to the other side of something. And, you know, this this thing, this imposter stuff, rears itself in so many ways. It doesn't have to just be the process of not doing something. It can also be sabotage. We can deliberately put things in our way, deliberately break something so that we don't have to experience the big goal. We don't have to get beyond it. So what are the tools for getting us beyond this? If there's something you're wanting to do and you feel that you're blocked from it, find some support, get help, find a coach that can help you through it. Because 
and it could just be a trusted mentor or a trusted friend, but have the conversation about imposter syndrome. Because one thing about this stuff is it goes away when we talk about it. When someone else can point out your benefits, your abilities, or when you can identify them and write them down yourself, invariably imposter has to go away. Because it's the light that's shone into the dark places that always takes this stuff away. Express gratitude for where you are. Find things to be grateful about the process or where you are in life. Feel good about your possibility of moving forward. You know, be clear about your abilities. What is it that you're capable of? Because it's sure those abilities, that things that you have learned or things that you have overcome are a fantastic um, pointer into what you can overcome. And finally, take small steps in this. Don't set yourself up for some massive thing if you're already fearing it on some level. Try taking a lower peg first of all because, yeah, imposter syndrome gets bigger with the bigger event, with the bigger thing. Yes, taking baby steps in anything is always a good plan. But yeah, we do need stretch goals. So set something to stretch you into that place. But get help. Always get help. Find the support that you need to move you beyond these restrictions, beyond this this sabotage or what is it, whatever it is you do. If you are someone that sabotages yourself, you must find support in this with someone else because they will help you move away from that sabotage. That's it for me for this week. So thank you so much, as always, for being here on this journey with me. If there's anything that has resonated with you or you want to explore it further, do reach out. I would love to hear from you and answer your questions. If you're interested in moving forward in life, do check out Focus Coaching on the website. Uh, there's a fantastic new video up there which explains what focus coaching is and does and it is such an amazing tool for getting you to where you want to be particularly if you've been struggling with it for a while anyway do check it out you will find it at the in this uh, podcast app at the bottom of the page here or you'll also find it at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com and that is where the video is explains it fully Anyway, that's it. As always, if you have enjoyed this podcast, please like and share it with your friends because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. In the meantime, thanks for listening and I'll catch you later. All the best.